Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef Season 10, The Auditions. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And we're here to talk about the incredible auditions process from <laughs> Master Chef, which is 100% real and awesome. And authentic. So we're doing two episodes as we talked about the at the tail end of Master Chef Junior. Um, so we decided to bunch all the auditions together because they really are not our favorite part of the show, but we thought it was important to cover it. And I will admit, at one point during the show, <laughs> I got up and made a cocktail for Pepper while we were watching, and I missed a portion of the show. You did miss a portion, and I must admit, I have had, I think, a fourth of the cocktail. Oh, no. A delicious, delicious cocktail. So um, we see Gordon, around and Joe as a judge. No, Christina. Boo! Um, we also see during the previews, because, you know, at the beginning of the show, they show previews for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of lame because they show, like, almost every single contestant um, intercut with Gordon Ramsay licking a plate. And then Gordon, Joe, and Aron jumping to, jumping into a swim, swimming pool fully clothed. So I don't think it's going to be a surprise who makes the show if we really were diligent about, like, stopping and pausing and watching. Like, you could tell. This is this is what I wrote down from the preview for the coming season. Okay. London, yes. Nigella, and a live pig. <laughs> yeah, I was curious about Nigella because she has had some, um, some controversy around her, so I'm Excited to see her on the show. I know. And can I paint a picture of how the show opened, though? Wait, with, um, are you going to talk about the helicopter? Oh, my God. Am I going to talk about the helicopter? I have some things to say, too. So please go ahead, and I hope you cover what I was going to say. The three judges, <laughs> Aron, Joe, and Gordon, are in a helicopter. They all have the headsets on. Mm-hmm. And they're flying, at first, through L.A. Yeah. And they show them mournfully looking out the window. Nostalgically looking out the window. Okay, I was like, mournfully, what? Nostalgically looking out the window. And then they show buildings. And they project in those buildings scenes from the past nine seasons of MasterChef. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they show them thoughtfully considering them. Mm Mm-hmm. As... Our Majesties pass over the city of Los Angeles. Yeah. Towards the hills, which <laughs> then the mountains themselves are consumed with memories of past Master seasons. <laughs> <laughs> As they look down on the mountain and say, This is good. Okay. So, in addition to that, it felt so confusing to me because they show like the all the people I won't even call them contestants because they were contestants and contestants families and maybe some like ringers um but we can get to the ringers later but so that's in the daytime and then um the judges get off the helicopter or exit the helicopter and it's nighttime there are fireworks and maybe wind machines and then <laughs> it's daytime again but then it's nighttime 
it was so confusing and dramatic. I just, I just had to stop. (laughs) (laughs) See, and the opening of the show reminded me of the introduction to one of Anthony Robbins' books. Oh, the, I don't, no. the self-help author. No, no thank you. So, <laughs> no, thank what, you. what he said in that was, oh. he was going to one of his speaking engagements in a helicopter, and he looked down, and he was glad that he was in the helicopter because the freeways were backed up. And he wondered, like, why are the freeways backed up? What are all these people doing? And then he realized they were backed up because they were all coming to see him at the stadium. Doesn't he have that um, that <laughs> disease that's like the giant disease? Yeah, the one where you keep growing, like yeah. Andre the Giant. He yeah. has that. I love you, Andre. Andre's the best. Andre was my favorite giant. <laughs> oh, okay, even though there of was all like, the giants. Well, of almost all the giants, there I think there was one on Game of Thrones I really like. So anyway, so um, I do have a couple notes, just kind of as side notes. It seems as though Gordon has a great esthetician. Ooh. And I put esthetician in quotes because I'm not sure estheticians are legally allowed to give injections, but he's looking good. And I feel as though maybe he's um, given Arone his esthetician's name too, because I think both of those gentlemen really look like glowing and, and look like they have healthy skin. Smooth and ready for HDTV. Exactly. The other thing that was um, different, besides their their skin, their lovely skin, <laughs> was the fact that Jennifer, Christine, and Sean were there. And if you remember, they were previous winners. I do not remember. Well, I remember. Um, I remember Christine and Sean. I don't remember Jennifer from season two. But that was a while ago. It was, I guess, nine years ago because this is season 10. But my question about this is, where do you think Dino landed from either last year or the year before last? I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) So the other thing we learned is... Okay, can I just say, though, that they also showed the contestants arriving... And they showed one contestant getting off a bus. <laughs> Which one? I didn't see that. The one from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh. All the other contestants got Micah. off. Got off of more expensive means of oh, conveyance. Oh, Micah. But they were trying to imply that Micah had taken the bus to L.A. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about Micah a little but bit But all later. the other yeah. contestants got comped by the show. But Micah had yeah. greyhounded out. Yeah, from we, Grand Rapids to L.A. We definitely have some thoughts about him. So anyway, the prize is $250,000, which is the biggest prize they've had so far. Ooh, it was $100,000 um, for MasterChef Junior. Yeah. Um, and I said that they also um, get, I, I said stage, but I don't think that that's a kitchen term. That's a, a real, like, working kitchen term. But they get training um, in uh, Aron's kitchen, Joe's kitchen, and Gordon's kitchen, and then also the trophy. Um, so the other thing we learn is that there's a game changer, um, and it's called a oh. judge's Ooh. save card. Battle card. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's not called a save card. 
They call it explicitly a battle card. Yeah, I just said it. It is a save card, but it's also called the battle, battle card. But the real name is that, yes, you are correct, David. Um, <laughs> the other thing that is really weirdly different is their stadium seating. So no longer do the contestants like come out out the front doors uh, and then their families are waiting there. There's like this giant stadium seating with um, the former contestants or the former winners like facilitating the cooking. Um, which when I first saw that stadium seating, I get, have to be honest, I was like, oh shit, do we really, again, this is the adult version. I can say the S word. I will have to put the explicit notation <laughs> on this episode. Do we really have to watch all of these people cook? But thankfully, um, a good portion of the people in the stadiums were fa- friends and family, except for Micah, who was alone. <laughs> That's right. Micah, who got off the Greyhound bus from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Um, so um, it looks also like the families are standing off to the side when the contestants are cooking their dishes. And then the contestants have to take their dishes back to a dark It was a dark room for the judges to taste it. The judges kind of appear to want to be kept at a distance. And I just kind of feel like maybe they were just exhausted from previous. Well, they had a lot of a lot of taping to do. Yeah. And so they would just pop out to the cooking like every once in a while. Every so often just to check in on the contestants. (laughs) What, What I liked is Gordon could come out by himself. But the other two had to come out together. Yeah. Because Gordon is the star of He's the show. He's a superstar. And the other two are, and the rest. Just like Gilligan's Island. <laughs> which one's, no, I'm not going to ask which one's the professor because we only have so many minutes. But I Joe to... is the professor. <laughs> okay. So. Is Arone is Marianne. Marianne. I would have said Marianne, too. <laughs> See, no shade. We like, are right I, there. I love Marianne. I actually saw her in an um, off-Broadway performance of They're Playing Our Song. That's great. Thanks. Was it in Toledo? No, 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 no. It was in Kansas City. Okay, Ooh. so um, Gordon and his glistening skin, <laughs> we see that... Um, he has placed this rolled up apron on like two lucite hooks. It was kind of a strange setup as far as when the contestants go in and get their um, their food judged. It looked like the towel rack in a mod hotel. I agree. I agree. Good good call out. Um, but it also seemed like the show has already been cast, um, and this is all just a giant facade. It's true. It's yeah. like the show is wearing a mask and the real show lays underneath. I, I hope but so. But we are shown the false front. Yeah. I hope so. Um, so um, just kind of a quote from Joe. He says, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. I mean, come on, Joe. You're better than that. And then one contestant yells, I want a bone in. And then he also says, it's sex on a plate. Another contestant compares cannoli to a penis. Um, Again, it's the adult version. So he decides to make a more feminine version um, and calls it a vanoli. Joe calls it a vajoli. 
there's no Jolie in it. It's Vinoli. Like cannoli with a V for vagina. There's no Vajoli. I don't think it was Vajoli, but we could watch it. We could watch it again. But the cream is on the outside, not on the inside. Wait, so then what are you talking about? Needless to say, neither contestant makes it through. Wait, go back to the cream on the outside. What was this? Of the of the Vajoli. Okay. I I don't think it's a Vajoli. I think it's a Vanoli. But we could big we could argue about that. Okay, so um, to try to like ra- kind of try to wrap this up a little bit, I'm just gonna go through really quickly contestants who get aprons. Great. And we don't see all of the contestants who got aprons because at the very very end. They show them all up on the balcony. I was like, who's that guy with the beard? Who's that person? So um, I think there are some contestants to be um, revealed at a later date. Okay. So um, Dorian makes a chocolate cake. Um, She gets through. She's pretty cute. Liz made red snapper. She gets through. Nick... Who's a younger guy? He made ravioli. He gets through, and then there was this red ruffled sleeve stunner. I don't even know her name, um, but she gets through with a bulgogi bowl. They never. I don't think they ever said her name, but I think she's like she's like she's pretty special. Her family was special too. I thought so too, um, and then. Um, Saba, he made a Cajun dish of jambalaya with a side of raita. And did his mother come through to taste? Yes, he was a 50-year-old man, and his yeah. mother came through. Yeah. And she got him the apron. You think she got You don't think that dish got him the apron and his mom did? Well, she was very convincing. Yeah, she was. She was pretty cute, I think. Yeah. Um, so then there... <laughs> So there's Kenny the carpenter, and he's got a giant gold necklace. He makes a New York strip brazole salt and buca with risotto. And all I have to say is that entire dish looked disgusting. And he gets through. He's from Boston. It was not your type of dish. It looks... the, The... the meat the looked protein bad. looked gray. The risotto was undercooked. They even said it was undercooked. And the asparagus was limp. <laughs> Where was the cream? <laughs> it was in the risotto. Okay. <laughs> so next is a dude with a hat that looked like he was wearing his USPS, United States Postal Service hat. But it wasn't. But that's what it looked like. He made a shrimp dish. He got through. I don't know his name. I don't know either. Um, and then there was this newlywed guy, and he made a Thai fusion cold salad. And his um, new bride was there. She was adorable. I don't know his name, but he got through. So Sarah, the vet, um, and arm, or yeah, the vet and army integri- uh, interrogator, she's got three kids under three years old. She made um, a, a seared lamb, like a lamb chop, and um, potato fondant, 
which hers looked pretty good, but it looked pretty raw. It looked good. I thought I thought hers looked good, but I also have to say that um, I don't think any of the three judges could withstand questioning from her. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, we even talked about this. I'm like, okay, she's got three kids under three years old, and she's in the Army, and she was an interrogator. But you have maternity leave, and you have parental leave, and you have three kids. Like, all I can say is I don't want to be alone in a room with Sarah. No, and and she started it was over ten years of experience doing it. Oh, she yeah. is she is not playing around. She is right there. She knows multiple languages. Oh, you know it. She's super smart. But they don't they're not gonna ever say any of that stuff. But the um the conspiracy theorist in me thinks that Sarah has talents way beyond cooking. That's all I'm going to say. And this is what I'm going to say. Okay. I think she not only has talents way beyond cooking, but she's there to spy on one of the other contestants. Oh, I bet you she is. Because she's also like a stunner. Right. So she's there to watch. Yeah. Maybe, one of the people. Maybe Micah. <laughs> maybe over the course of the season, we can figure out who the spy or is. Maybe maybe Joe, one of the judges. Oh, that would be a twist. Yes. A twist worthy of one of your shows. Well, we were just talking about that one um, with Claire Danes called Homeland. It could be a Homeland twist. Maybe, she, maybe Claire Danes' character is based off of Sarah. Or Riverdale. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good. I love it. Okay, so we've mentioned Micah a couple times. So he's 19. Um, He also uses his hands to mix his food. I'm not sure if you caught that. I did. And his dad was a big meanie. And Micah says his dad changed the locks on their house in Grand Rapids because he was pissed off that Micah was trying out for the show. Well, he said he threatened to. Yeah. I don't believe any of it. I don't believe one word of Micah's story. So at first we thought maybe Micah well, was an actor. He could be from Grand Rapids. Well, yeah, but the question, the bigger question is, we thought Micah was um, like a red shirt or an actor hired by the show. Correct. But now it maybe appears as though Micah is perhaps not who Micah says, but the show is not in on it. Again, these are just our opinions based on nothing other than what we believe to be true. We always enjoy a contestant that looks like they're on the witness protection program. Yeah. Or is totally like lying about everything and fools the producers. But who knows? We could end up being completely wrong. Sarah's going to figure it out for us. That's right. Yeah. So, um... He makes churros. He gets two no's, one from Joe and one from Marone. Micah seems to be a fake contestant to me. Um, He also seems like he could be an actor from the Discovery ID Network. Oh, you think that level? See, I was thinking one up from that. Maybe more Hallmark movie level. No, because he's kind of like got that, that street kid kind of thing where I could see him being like... 
a reenactor actor on Discovery ID when there was like the crystal meth lab blew up. And what then a, what about um, actor in a weekly sci-fi series? No, 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 no. Um, Breaking Bad. He could be on Breaking oh, Bad. Oh, you think? Like okay, extra. so yeah. you have you you have high aspirations for him. Well, no, I just think that his aesthetic is like a, a certain way. And this is my observation. Okay, which is, um, it seemed to me that he was kind of one person in the interview, in the face part of it, and then as soon as he turned around to cook. He, he was, knew how to cook. He was a completely, completely different person. Okay, so next um, we have Noah, who is six foot seven. He's in full costume. Yes. He's wearing his Oshkosh Bagash um, full man uh, jumpsuit. Yeah, and um, I want to ask you, who is his dad? I, I can't say it because it's suable. But let's just say his nickname is Leatherhead. <laughs> so Noah Noah made a breakfast burger and he got through. Um, he did have a full costume on, though. But he, I do like a tall man. You are very tall, David. Thank you. You're 6'5". Wow. So, yeah. I just, I'm not sure if I'd like you in the Oshkosh Bagash. And you know I love a coverall and an overall, too. I don't know. I he seemed okay, like an okay to me. But I have to say, for these auditions, it mm-hmm. sure seems like the producers took each person aside and said, "We're just gonna play up this one part of your personality, yeah. and you need to push that yeah. in everything you did." Because when they brought Noah out, he went down an avenue of. Telling a whole story. About his grandma. Yeah, and Gordon cut him off and said, if you keep talking, we're going to need some hot chocolate and a blanket. Because it's (laughs) bedtime, baby. He didn't say the bedtime baby part. But yeah, Yeah. so I don't know. So So the contestants could be set up by the producers. And, you know, they are not actors. Well, for the most part, they're not actors or spies. And so they We're looking at you, Micah. And you, Sarah. <laughs> so they're just like they want to get on the show, so they're following direction. Um, so maybe that's where because his overalls, uh, he's in um, sewage waste management. His overalls were super duper crispy, clean, and fresh. They looked like they had never been worn before, and his kerchief around his head um, was brand new. Yeah. It's green. It matched well, the green um, in and, his overalls. And I have to say. What he said, I thought was a really good answer because Gordon made the usual sanitation comment that everyone would make. And he said, if you're good at your job, it never touches you, which is the truth. It's the truth. Everything is designed to not have to do that. And his implication, of course, was that he was very careful. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I like Noah. Okay. Um, And then, okay, so this is one that I really liked. Um, Sherry. Um, she's from Minnesota. She's a mom who learned to cook Indian food for her husband and family. I wrote down, again, I really like her. And then I wrote down, she's one to watch. And then I said, she made red snapper coconut curry. It looks so good. I loved Sherry. I loved her. Well, I, I, I thought she was great. 
Yeah. You had way stronger emotional character yeah. than I did. Um, but I did really enjoy her relationship with her husband. I did too. So I hope um, 14 weeks from now when uh, they have the family visit and her husband shows up, she is glad yeah. to see him. Yeah. I hope so. I hope I hope she makes it a long way because she was one that I wrote. There are only two that I said one to watch. She is one to watch for me. So yay! I hope I'm hope I'm not wrong about Sherry. Um, but again, there are contestants they never even showed us. So um, next we have Charlie, who is young but ready with curried shrimp and pickled pickled watermelon. She didn't make it through much like um, Micah, but she also got the battle pass from Joe. Um, and she's like a bartender. She looked like an actor to me. Like she seemed like she was an actor. Yeah, maybe so. And she did make really weird street tacos at the end. Well, they looked good, but they were so, like that fish was so ginormous well, it in was that the, taco. It, it was, was the like, little tiny tortillas. Cause wait, she chose like the street taco tortilla and then cooked like a giant, I don't even know what the. It was, I think it was cod, maybe. Yeah, like a giant yeah. hunk of cod. Yeah. Cod or halibut, but I think it was cod. But can I say um, taco again as if I was um, back home? Sure. Taco. So then we have a dude who makes teriyaki salmon and fried rice. Have no idea what his name is. And then there is a strip steak with mushrooms with who and a guy with glasses makes. I don't know his name. I didn't really like him that much. Um, and then we have Molly who quit her job and sold her house to be on this show. And she makes skirt steak with chimichurri. That was a mistake. Not, <laughs> we, the, not the skirt steak. Yeah. But selling her Yeah, house we learn, um, well, Arung gives him, or gives her his battle pass. But Molly also kind of thinks she's cute because she tries to charm Joe during tasting, but like putting her hands underneath her chin and smiling. I don't, I don't go for that. It no. burns you the wrong way. Yeah. I, I no can do All with right. that. Um, so then Fred... Um, you, you, you went to make my cocktail when Fred came on, but oh my God, Fred with his awkwardness and malted plated miso chocolate cake with tons and tons of ingredients. I loved him. And I was going to ask you, who does he look like? Howie Mandel. Oh yeah, he does. As soon, because all I did was peek around the corner and I was like, that's Howie Mandel. (laughs) And then I was like, no, it's another guy. Yeah. So that it's Fred. Um, Hello, Fred. He is, he like, he has this like chocolate pieces on the plate and he calls them their seeds of goodness. Gordon ends up licking the plate, which was kind of hammy, I thought from Gordon. But, oh, Fred. My heart goes out to you. I really like him. He seemed nice. He was awesome. I would like I would say that Sherry from Minnesota and Fred um and his awkwardness are my two favorites from these two episodes, but again, we have not seen all of the contestants. No. Um 
And there was only maybe one that I didn't like, but we'd never even met him. He's the dude with the glasses. He seemed to, he was like kind of middle-aged white guy. And it, the little I saw, it just seemed like he was maybe had a big ego, but we're going to give him a pass because who knows? Who knows? It's early on the competition. It's only the audition show. Yeah. So then we have the the battle of the three contestants that were given the passes, the battle passes. It's Mar- Molly, Charlie, and Micah. And I didn't, I only said there might be actors who are working in kitchens in their spare time in this battle. Um, do you have anything else to say about the battle? No, it, it was a little weird in that um, Micah's dish looked like a professional restaurant dish. And they called it amateurish, but they never really gave a reason. And um, one of them had raw pork. That was Molly, who yeah. you originally thought Molly was going to go through. Right. And I, I, and I think maybe the plan was, but they couldn't have her go through on raw pork. And, and like, seriously, there were, the, it wasn't even bone-in. Yeah. And we talked about that big fish and the tiny taco. Yeah. I, I think I would have liked... Um, her name, was it um, Charlie? To eat? I thought Charlie's looked better. Right. Um, but then they tried to play up the fact she put vodka in her batter, which, no big deal. The vodka cooks out. Like, yeah. a vodka batter is supposed to make it more crispy because there's less moisture when right. the alcohol cooks out. So, whatevs. Um but Micah gets the apron, which I was really surprised. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm interested to see how long Micah lasts. I'm going to guess one episode. I think it's going to last longer because I think it's going to bring the bring the pain, <laughs> bring the drama. Oh, bring drama. Yeah. So for you sure. think he's inserted in there to like maybe shake it up? Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Dino, which we from the he won Dino won either last year or the year before. I can't remember which one, but Dino was from Seattle, and we knew Dino knew of Dino. I'll say in Seattle, he was a server at one of our favorite places to eat. Um, and what you saw on MasterChef wasn't exactly, or I'm sorry, yeah, MasterChef wasn't exactly 100% accurate, I would say. Um, so who knows? We'll see. I know. I'm, I'm excited for the season. I think it looks good. Okay. I like the coming attractions. They're going to travel for the first time. Yeah, that will be f- I think they'll see um, Nigella when they go to London, maybe. And uh, I don't know where they're going to see that live pig, but I'm excited for it. Yeah. It looked like they were going to do some molecular gastronomy. There was a uh, uh, smashing of giant chocolate eggs on a table. Yeah. There was a lot of insanity. Yeah, yeah. The rules are going to get broken this season. I think so, too. I mean, they, they've already been broken because... The judges being in that dark room. Battle was, pass. Was different. So was the battle pass. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to also learning more about the contestants we didn't really see. That's I, I do. I always enjoy the the um, little background packages and the contestants in the yeah. first few episodes. And I didn't really feel like they did any of that. They did a little bit. Our um, next episode of Watching People Cook will be Sunday? Next weekend? Yeah. Maybe? 
Yeah. Um, and we, 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 please let us know, um, what you want to hear and what you want us to talk about. Maybe give us some feedback because we did make this PG-13. If that's not for you, um, let us know that too. If you don't want us to be as judgmental and critical, we won't. But if you want us to be more, we can absolutely. Um, and, you know, we don't have to say shit, but sometimes it just comes out. Uh-oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye.